Hi, welcome to a new episode of OCD Geeks. I'm Chris. And I'm Jack. Hi, guys. How are you doing, Jack? Well, quite tiring, but the weather is sunny and it's, it's a pleasure just to walk outside. That's true. For today, we are going to chat about something different compared to usual. We're going to make a review today of a, a movie that caught uh, our attention in a special way, right? That's true. The movie is Luca, the brand new Pixar animation movie. Both me and Jack are Italian, so we wanted to provide an Italian point of view. Yes, first of all, this movie surprised me. I wasn't expecting this kind of uh, original perspective. And even compared to the big titles of Pixar, such as Up, uh, Wally, I think it, it has a point. I mean, it's very meaningful. I think Pixar movie, you can see from kids' perspective, you can simply enjoy the story and the jokes. Otherwise, if you see that as an adult, you can spot many references, in this case, to the Italian culture, music, food, and so much more. I'm sure someone who loves Italy but who is not native will appreciate this movie so much. It recalls a, a lost atmosphere of the 60s and 70s. It has a very nostalgic feel. That's true. It's about an era that both me and Jack didn't experience directly. But this nostalgic feeling is uh, completely right. Yes, we just know about uh, such songs uh, that were introduced in the movie or some uses from our grandmothers or, or grandfather. Talking about music, uh, the movie starts with the classical song Non ti scordar di un bacio a mezzanotte, that uh, it's not a recent hit, but both me and Jack knew it. Sure, of course, every Italian has at least once uh, heard this song before. The other uh, part of, of soundtrack uh, is very famous for any Italian. For example, even Il Gatto e la Volpe by Eduardo Bennato is yes. common worldwide. Or uh, Viva la Papa col Pomodoro. I think that's a li little bit uh, less known among the foreign speakers, but it's, it's very nice to hear for Italian. Luca is a modern fairy tale. It tells the story of Luca and his friend Alberto, who are like uh, sea monsters, according to humans. He's living his life as a fish shepherd, I would say. He has the ability, when he comes on the surface, to transform in a human being. So uh, he and his friend Alberto decided to visit a small village in the Ligurian coast and they start living there. They find themselves uh, involved in a special contest, the Porto Rosso Cup. Porto Rosso actually it's a city that doesn't exist in Liguria, so you won't find it uh, on the maps. But there are other uh, Ligurian cities that are quoted, for example, Genoa. Basically, uh, Porto Rosso recalls uh, one of the typical uh, villages in the Cinque Terre, a very famous area in Liguria, uh, beautiful for the seaside and for the small towns that I strongly recommend you to visit. Yes, well known also for, for the narrow streets and the little villages uh, from where you can spot uh, some beautiful landscapes. Plus delicious uh, seafood. Delicious seafood and of course the traditional pasta paste. 
so uh, going back to the movies, this Porto Rosso Cup has been won by the same guy, which is actually the villain of the story. Hercule, yes. Who is uh, an Italian uh, boy, very mean and kind of a bully to Luca and Alberto and Giulia, who is the, the girl that main characters uh, meet uh, along the story. In this contest, they have to uh, face three different challenges. These challenges are swimming, after that eating pasta, and then cycling. So it's quite uh, an Italian style of... Yeah, an Italian triathlon, but with a pasta eating, which is unusual. You know, this might be unique, but in many historical towns, medieval style, it's very common to have this kind of challenges during uh, summer. Maybe you will not find the eating pasta contest, but it's something that local Italian culture still has to these days. It's very interesting. I didn't know this. Thanks for the tip, Chris. We will uh, attend in the future. I think that's the only contest that I could win because I could <laughs> fast every day without problems. This is kind of a fairy tale. The story is very simple but it is told with an attention to details that it's very high. It's a charming story. The director of the movie, Enrico Casarosa, was born in Liguria. The movie resembles his roots because... A yeah, love for his region, I would say. And the background has a feeling of a lost era. For us, who didn't experience those times, it's peculiar because, of course, we are today surrounded by digital world and technology everywhere. When you watch a movie, you, you think you're going to see something contemporary, let's say so. Yeah. And this time, it took me aback, this movie, because it took place in a completely different time. And if you know a little bit about Italian history, after World War II, there was a period like during the 50s and even more in the 60s where there was an economical boom, an era of wellness after the tragedy of war. And this movie seems to take place during that beautiful and nostalgic time. It's a time where also the most iconic movies have been shot in Italian cinema. For example, there is a reference to Vacanze Romane, yeah. Audrey Hepburn and, and Gregory Peck. In the, yeah, and there is a poster on a wall. There is a reference to the Vespa, which is a symbol of Italian culture and yeah. freedom. Vespa is a scooter. It's kind of an iconic symbol of the Italian, let's say, dolce vita or lifestyle takes your memory to imagining uh, freedom and wandering around without any problems or worries. So it's a very good uh, symbol. It's not the Vespa in itself. It's basically this uh, freedom that the two boys uh, want to experience themselves. Basically, Luca's parents worry about Luca's experience on the outside. They wanted to send him on the deepest uh, ocean uh, in order to keep him safe. Yes, they're like uh, all uh, overprotective Italian parents. About other things, uh, it was very fun, a reference to uh, Italian coffee for excellence, the espresso. Basically, it's quite uh, strong, I would say, compared to longer coffee. And it's very fun to see the two boys acting full of energies after drinking it.
Yeah, even the name, the espresso, here in it, uh, in a movie based uh, in Italy, it's something strange for us because we wouldn't ever order an espresso at the bar. If you order a coffee, they will provide to you an espresso. Coffee, it's only that, it's not something else for us. If you want something uh, different, you need to specify. It reminds me to the time when I was in Canada and I ordered a coffee expecting an espresso, but actually they provided me a longer one. Every Italian has experienced something similar in their walkabout uh, <laughs> outside of Italy. I wanted to add uh, even something else about this movie because what surprised me is that it's not based on the stereotypes. I approached this movie thinking that I would have discovered some stereotypes every five minutes, but it was not like this because it's a very original movie. It's an original perspective on Italian culture and it's a very act of love to the country. So I really liked it. One of the two references more stereotypical in the movie, it's the poster that we have already discussed of Vacanze Romane. For any foreign person held a special place in their heart. I mean, how they see Italy in their imagination. Vacanze Romane is there. And the other is the vision of Pinocchio, which is very well known around the world. You can see him together with the cat and the fox. Even the story, it has something similar to the story of Pinocchio. Speaking of the main characters, Pinocchio doesn't want to go to school at all. Instead, the main character, Luca, as soon as he starts learning, his curious attitude pushes him in learning even more. There are also references to Italian history or Italian famous characters. For example, the name of the cat is Machiavelli, who wrote Il Principe. There is also a reference to the famous flying machine that Leonardo da Vinci, the genius from Tuscany, created centuries and centuries ago. It's a movie full of these references and for any Italian is a pleasure to watch. You kind of feel proud to be yeah. Italian. I will remember this movie for a long time because yeah. Pixar uh, wasn't superficial, was but uh, managed to, to hit the point. Every movie they made, they are very profound about things. For, for example, I remember the recent Soul movie that it's about the theme of death, uh, life after it. It's a beautiful movie as well about music and different themes. The big plus of Pixar movies are this mix, as I said, about a simple story but a very profound message. There is always the encounter with uh, the difference, with the outcasts. You feel like all the time driven towards the others. In the movie, humans call Luca and Alberto sea monsters, while, for example, sea monsters call the humans human monsters. Basically, they are kind of scared with each other. I wouldn't spoil anything, but somehow they will manage to, you know, start a new friendship. This reference that you have um, just made uh, reminds me of the Ayao Miyazaki's movies where there is no villain but just two sides in, in the no. story, so you must hear the first and the latter, and they must uh, cooperate somehow if they want to go on. Another uh, reference is about a classical Italian pun. 
not even belong to our generation, but it could be like uh, our parents or grandparents' generation. It's about a really fun way to greet and introduce to each other. When you meet uh, a friend, you could say Salve, girolamo trombetta Making a special gesture with, with your hand Making a trumpet And it's something that the comrades do In order to greet each other Even uh, Giulia used to wake up while playing an invisible trumpet. All the Italian culture is very linked to music, classic and uh, not classical. This is more like uh, popular and traditional Italian music. It's charming and beautiful. Uh, remember, guys, that here in Italy, every region has its own traditions and they might be different even one from another. For example, if the movie took place in Tuscany or uh, Sicily, or in uh, Milan would have been a completely different uh, story according to the local culture. Of course, uh, here I think the point of the director was like an homage. Yes, thanking the beauty of the sea and uh, all the seaside uh, coast of uh, Liguria, which is astounding. Uh, me and Jack, we don't live in uh, Liguria, but still we are near the seaside. We uh, really appreciate this kind of references. Somehow it's like it was based uh, where we live. I think, Chris, that we could recommend this movie. Totally. Again, I can recommend it to a 10 years old, to a, an 80 years old, because Pixar movie don't have age. Yes, they don't have a disappointment. Have you seen this movie? If so, what are your opinions about it? Let us know in the comments down below. We also have uh, Instagram pages, chris.ocdgeeks and jack.ocdgeeks as a mm. site, www.ocdgeeks.me. OCD Geeks, it's not only a YouTube channel, but first of all, it's a podcast. You can find the OCD Geeks uh, podcast in all major podcast platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. Also on Discord, on our server, OCD Geeks. So that's it for this friendly conversation. We are looking forward to next one. Sure, uh, to the next time, guys. Ciao, guys. Arrivederci. Ciao, alla prossima, allora.